Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 681 for the 19th of Tishrei in a regular year. So the message of today's episode is such a foundational and essential one in Judaism. Uh, It's something that we really need to keep in mind. It's the basis of so much of our lives, of our purpose down here in the world. What is that, the message? The message is to look at others in a favorable way, to not be judgmental towards other people, to be humble towards others, to never see yourself as higher than anybody else. Now, I think it's interesting to see, to think about this message and uh, in the context of the epistle that we've been learning so far in the past few days, and how this message actually comes at the conclusion of the epistle, the conclusion of the addendum of the epistle, actually. So if you've been following along, and please go back and review if you haven't, um, we've been learning epistle 22, which for the large part was really all about the idea of how to accept suffering or hardships that we experience in our lives in this world. And how the altar rabbi started off by really rebuking his chassidim for coming to him with all of their worldly concerns. When he didn't feel that this was his role, he didn't feel that this is what people should be coming to him for. And in fact, it was it turned into like a deeper rebuke about the idea of a lack of acceptance of physical suffering. Um, we you know we spoke about that quite in depth about the idea of how to accept physical suffering, how it really is all about humility, about recognizing the facts that anything that's happening to us is really coming from God from a good place. Um, and it's actually for our benefit. It's a form of cleansing and that we really need to actually examine our deeds if we're experiencing anything negative in our lives and realize that we're not deserving of anything. We're not, uh, there's no entitlement going on. So, uh, and then yesterday we spoke about the idea of really approaching God with, with prayer in this very direct and kind of stubborn way. Um, and what really ties all of these themes together in, you know, from what I'm gathering from the text is the idea of simplicity is the idea of the ultra actually uses the term simplicity towards the end of yesterday's section. He, uh, he talks about the idea of, of, of the service service, a very simple service that this is how we're supposed to serve God is without these, you know, calculations, overthinking analysis, whatever, just serve God. You know, you need something, pray, dive into Hashem. Um, something negative is happening to you, accept it. This is from Hashem. You know, this is something good happening to you. It's for your benefit. And today, this message is really going to extend into the way that we relate to our fellow man, our fellow woman, it could be, you know, just our fellow Jew. 
And really just thinking the best of our fellows, you and not having all these, you know, thoughts and analysis in our heads and judgmental specifically thoughts in our head about somebody else. But in fact, looking at everybody in a really favorable way and really understanding the idea that we're all one. The Ultra Rabbi speaks about the idea in this in today's episode about how we're all chavirim. Chavirim in Hebrew and modern Hebrew is friends, you know. We can also see it as like our fellow. But the interesting thing about the word chavirim, chaver, is it's connected, as we'll see in the text, to the word chibur, which means connection, to actually be connected. So this is actually, it's not, you know, an accident. It's not a coincidence. In fact, this is very true, that all us Jewish people were all one family. You know, Periklamad Bet of Tanya, that's a much earlier in the Tanya we talked about, the idea that we're actually all one soul. And any division that we see amongst ourselves is actually not real. It's just superficial. So the altar of today is kind of bringing us back to that idea and um, to make us really realize that we really are connected. We really are all one and that we should not see anybody in a negative way and that this is a really horrible thing to do to judge people and to not judge people favorably and one of the interesting points that the ultra brings up in the section today as we'll see is the idea of lashon hara you know gossip or you know speaking negative talk is the literal translation of it and as we many of us already know the sin of lashon hara is really really grave you know people liken it to uh to to murder even because it's like embarrassing somebody or taking away the blood from their face so this is like taking away their life from their face when somebody gets embarrassed um the ultra is actually going to say that that Lashon Hara is actually equivalent to the three cardinal sins of not only murder, but also Gilei Arias, adultery, and idolatry. So it's pretty bad. And just to kind of really emphasize the point, the Ultra Abbot will take this point further and say that, you know, okay, if Lashon Hara speaking negative thoughts is so bad, all the more so even just thinking negative thoughts in your minds. You know, somebody might think, you know, I didn't say it out loud. I just thought thought it in my head. Like I, I looked at the person, I was thinking something, but I held myself back. I didn't say anything. Um, no, actually the thoughts are really actually more powerful than speech in a certain sense. This is another theme that comes up in Tanya, the power of our thoughts and how thoughts really do because they come from this higher place, uh, because they don't have the same same limitations that speech does, thoughts actually are more powerful than speech in a certain way. And so this section that we're going to learn today is really actually not only about guarding your speech, guarding your tongue, but actually about guarding your thoughts, retraining your thoughts to think positively towards other people, not being judgmental towards other people, uh, judging people favorably, um, being simple, being humble towards other people. So it's, so it's a really simple, straightforward message today, but it's also a very, very deep message and a very essential message. So with that being said, let's get into the text and see how the Ultra Rapa breaks this down. Um, once again, for context, we're going to be concluding Epistle 22 today. And it's, as we mentioned yesterday, this is actually the an addendum to chapter 20, to Epistle 22. And so today is the second half of that addendum. And so today we're going to be concluding that addendum. So here we go. So the Ultra Rapa begins and he says that also, so meaning, you know, again, continuation from yesterday, we spoke about prayer, about, you know, approaching God in this stubborn way towards prayer. Now the Altar Rabbah says, also, I also want you guys, says the Altar Rabbah, not to cast aside what my words, which meaning to say that he's going to be giving it a reiteration of something that he's taught previously, that every person be upstanding 
and walk with integrity. Just as God made a person to stand upright. And he brings here a, a citation from Echa chapter 20, uh, 7, uh, verse 29, where it says, So Hashem made us standing upright on two legs. And the altar Rabbah is saying that this basically is teaching us that we need to act and behave and live in an upstanding, upright way. So what does this mean? So the altar Rabbah says that what this means is that he should not seek numerous calculations. He shouldn't make chashbonash, it's called in Hebrew, about uh, regarding the why it is that people do different things and the thoughts and and machinations of people. So meaning to say that you shouldn't try to start thinking too much or analyzing people too much about why it is that they do different things and try to figure it out and assume that people are scheming and things like that. Because to figure out the motivations of a person, this is the realm of heaven. This is not in the realm. This is not the job of a person of flesh and blood. So to try to figure out, like to judge people, basically, to think about like, oh, that person, yeah, you know, I see what they're doing. They, I, I know what's going on behind closed doors or whatever. Like, sure, they're really successful in business, but do you know why? Because of blah, 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 whatever it is, you know, it's like, that's not your job. That's, that's God's job to judge people and to figure out what it is, why they do what they do, but you should not do this. Rather, what should you do? You should believe with full faith in the mitzvah that comes from our sages, that you should be humble of spirit before every person. This comes from Pirkei Avos chapter four, verse 10. And this is one of my favorite things in all of Judaism. One of my favorite teachings in all of Judaism is this idea of being humble in spirit before every person without exception. I truly believe this is my own personal take here that if we all did this, the world would be such a beautiful place. Perhaps that would that is what would bring Mashiach. It's, it's such an important principle that's often over, overlooked is this idea of humility and humility not just before God, but before every person. So now going back to the altar of it. The altar says because because it's a true thing. Like why why should we be humble of spirit before every person? Because it's true. Truly, we can become better through our fellow. So, and this is a, such a deep principle. There's so much to say here about this that the only way that we can really improve is through other people. If we were just like in solitary confinement our whole lives, we would not have any reason to improve ourselves, really. That's, you know, or maybe we would improve ourselves to a certain extent, but but really what pushes us to improve, what pushes us to develop and grow is our interactions with other people. And we're all interconnected. And now here the altar brings a citation here from Shoftim chapter 20, verse 11, where it says, Kol ish Israel ke ish achad that every, for all the people of Israel are together like one person. So just like one person, meaning to say we're all like one, we're all one. Just like you see a person is made up of many different organs that are all very different, but they all affect the heart because the heart is where life comes from. So too, are we all like one person? And the service of the heart, which is prayer, so this is bringing us to the back to the first part of the section today, is what connects us back to our source, to the fact that we are all one. And then the Altarabah says that from the positive, you can infer the negative. So he's sort of not spelling it out explicitly here, but what he's basically saying is that just like when, what like oh, the first part is that prayer and unity and Jewish unity are very much interrelated in the sense that when a person prays, what they're doing is they're tapping into that source of the unity. They're tapping into the heart of the Jewish people, which just like the heart of the body connects all of the organs, the heart of the Jewish people connects all 
all people together. Uh, so this is a good like conduit. Prayer is a good conduit for getting to that place of recognizing the unity of all Jewish people. So too does it work in the negative that if God forbid people have uh, don't have a good prayer and their and their prayer is lacking, God forbid that could lead to device, divisiveness amongst Jewish people. And so now the altar says this is why it's taught in Tzaphania chapter three verse nine, ulavdosh chemechad to serve Hashem with one purpose. Specifically one purpose. So meaning we're supposed to be united. We're not all just supposed to be like serving God in little isolated islands. It's there's supposed to be this unity there. And so he says that this is why my beloved friends, he says, please, he's pleading with his chassidim, he's pleading with his followers to really implant and engrave the love of one's fellow in their heart. And here he brings a citation from Zechariah chapter 8, verse 17. Let none of you consider in your heart what is evil for his fellow. So meaning to say that a person shouldn't like sit and contemplate and think about how a person that they know has negative motivations and is, you know, evil and all of that kind of stuff. And then the altar goes on and he says, not only should this not be something that a person should spend time thinking about, but it, in fact, it shouldn't even be aroused in your heart. It shouldn't even come up in your heart in the first place. And if it does come up, because sometimes it's true that, you know, we can't always control our initial thoughts, then a person should push it away. They should push these thoughts away, just like one would push smoke away. As if it was an actual idolatrous thought, as, as if it was a thought of actual avodazara, actual idolatry. Why? That's like pretty severe, right? That just like having a momentary thought that maybe someone you know has like not the best motivation to do something. Why is this considered like avodazara, like idolatry? Because we know that lashon hara, um, slander speech, speaking negatively about somebody else, is considered to be a greater sin than avodazara and gile arayos and shvichos damim. So it's considered. So there's three cardinal sins in Judaism: the worst, worst possible sins that a person can do. This came up the other day where actually my contortion teacher asked me, who's not Jewish, asked me, what are the three worst things a Jewish person can do? And I said, there's these three things. There's Avodah Zarah, idolatry, Giloy Arayos, idolatry, and Shvichos Damim, which is bloodshed. And these three things, the exception, the reason why these three things are considered to be so bad is for anything else in Torah, like if to, like, let's say if somebody put a gun to someone's head, God forbid, that should never happen, and tells them that they have to either eat pork or, um, or be killed, then the person's actually allowed to eat unkosher food. You know, a person's allowed to break Shabbos. A person's allowed to do many things in Judaism if it's, uh, if the penalty would be that they would be, have to give up their life. We don't have to give up our life, lives to fulfill most of the things in Judaism. However, there are three exceptions. The three exceptions are idolatry, adultery, and bloodshed. Um, so now, and those three things, a person is must give up their lives rather than commit those three things. So it's, those are really, really severe things. But now what the altar is saying here is he's saying that as bad as those three, those three things are, lush and hara is actually worse. Speaking negatively about someone else is worse than these three things. There are explanations about this in other places that uh, talk about this in more detail about how Lashon Hara actually is uh, likened to these three sins and and how it, they are. It is actually like these three sins on a small level to a small degree or maybe even a large degree, according to the Altar Rebbe here. And so now the Altar Rebbe goes on and he says that if this is the case with speaking slanderously, speaking negatively about somebody else, then we already know that there's a greater, um, there's a principle that, that a person's thought 
has a greater impact than their speech. So thought is not something to be dismissed lightly. Thinking is actually something very, very powerful. We believe this very strongly in Judaism, especially when you start learning chassidus about the power of thought. And this is true whether it's for good, good thinking, or negative thinking. You know, like the ultra, the, the Rebbe taught this idea of tracht good with sign good, think good and it will be good. And this wasn't just a simple platitude. This is, this is a really powerful thing that if you think good, it will bring good things. And this is where the ultra Rebbe ends. And then he concludes with a final blessing where he says, and the good God should bless his nation with peace and should bring upon you peace and life forever as is the wish of him who loves you deeply from heart and soul. So again, so just as the ultra started off with, uh, with, with, uh, in terms of endearment, he ends off with a blessing here. So it's a kind of, kind of, uh, sandwich the rebuke and the kind of like the more commanding na nature of this section today. He, uh, couches it in these more loving phrases. So that's it for today. So in some, so just the main idea is again, when you're relating to God, then pray with sincerity, pray with stubbornness, really just be there, show up, um, you know, don't take it. Don't, don't just rush through your prayers or anything like that. And in praying in this way, this actually will connect you and help you to connect to the heart of the Jewish people, which is that which connects all of us. And hopefully that can help you be humble in the face of every person and, and thus judge people favorably and just have this really deep love of your fellow man, not just in your actions and your speech, but also in your thoughts. So that's it for today, and we'll continue tomorrow when we begin a new epistle, and I'll speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzchak ben Benyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.